Hello and welcome back to the Thomas Fitch Sports Show. I'm Thomas Fitch, and tonight we're going to be trying out a new segment called Recap with Thomas Fitch. Um, and I just want to recap the Texas football game, um, talk about what I think we did good, um, what I think was not good, and what I think we need to improve on. Um, I'll try to make it really quick because I want to get back to the Ohio State-Oklahoma game. Um, anyways, Texas uh, defeated the San Jose Spartans 56 to nothing at home. Um, it was a, a really good improvement after a tough, um, really ugly start against Maryland. Um, and it was without uh, starting quarterback uh, from last week, Shane Bouchelle, who was out with a bruised right shoulder. Um, but all in all, better performance, worse team, but... Um, and I'll talk about this. There was a lot of things that I thought were improved from last week. I thought Herman made a lot of good adjustments. So starting out on offense... Um, a couple observations. A, Sam Ellinger is quarterback of the future, not tomorrow. <laughs> not, the, not the near future, the distant future. Um, he showed some signs, but he's clearly not the quarterback for this year. Um, he showed some decent runs. Um, he ended up seven rushes for 48 yards. But his passing stats, uh, 15 to 27, 222 yards. Um, no interceptions, but he had a lot of throws that really should have been picked off. Um, he just didn't quite look sharp. Um, he looked, he just kind of looked off um, a lot of times, and just it showed his lack of first team reps, um, lack of chemistry. Where you see that a lot with Shane, he was he was also uh, very hesitant. Um, there'd be a lot of times where there'd be a guy open, and he would wait, and by the time he threw it, they were covered, and so he he had a lot of near picks by that. But he had a couple good throws. Uh, he was able to throw down the middle of the field because he has height, which Shane does not have. So he has that advantage over Shane. And he had a, he did have some nice throws. He had a really nice deep throw to Lorenzo Joe on the sideline. So I think he's the future, um, but I don't think this year is his year. So hopefully we can have Shane Bouchelle back and ready to start against USC, um, a really good USC team. The other observation, or what, another observation, is why did Chris Warren only get the ball, only get six touches last game? Because... He looked like Deontay Foreman out there. I mean, last, uh, last year, Charlie Strong called him a Mack truck, and he was absolutely—he was a Mack truck who can hurdle defenders. He had 16 carries, 166 yards. He averaged 10.4 yards per carry, two touchdowns. And it was like every time he got the ball, he was doing something. He was running someone over. He was hurdling them. He just—he keeps his, foot, his feet moving. He takes a play where there's no hole, and he just runs through the defenders, picks up five yards on a, on a carry that— uh, Kyle Porter, per se, per se, would get one or two on. Uh, Kyle Porter ended up 16 carries as well, but for only 72 yards. So I, I like the adjustment. Uh, Warren got the start this week. Porter started last week. And so I like that adjustment to get Warren started going more. And that's important because the offensive line has not been the best in blocking and opening up holes. We saw that last week. It was very evident. This week was a little bit better, and I think it helped that Chris Warren was running better. And that we just we were going up against a slightly worse or a much worse team, but Warren just he creates his own holes by running through people. Um, so that's impressive. The, I thought the pass blocking still needs some improvement. We just have a lack of depth, also, and so uh, fortunately, as the game wore on, we were able to really wear down the San Jose State D line because they have even less depth there, but. To be able to beat USC, the O-line is going to have to step be, step up because 
USC will come with a much better passing and rushing attack. And so the O-line's going to have to step up. Um, the other thing that, that I uh, saw that was a lot improved, there were only two holds. And that is big because penalties last game were what killed us. There was a stat um, out of the 125 FBS teams, UT was 119th um, in penalty yards. And that's not good uh, because we had a lot. It's not like 119th because we had two. No, we had a ton. And three of the teams behind us had played two games. So that should show just how bad the penalty yards were. Um, I actually believe San Jose had more penal- San Jose State had more penalty yards than we did. So that was good. There were a lot less, uh, I guess, little ticky-tack things that really cost us last game. So that was good. Um, other observation on offense... I have mixed feelings on Gerard Hurd as a Wildcat. The problem with him is he is like the 18-wheeler package. I think it, I think it's 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 interesting. I think we should, we should call him the 13-wheel package because <laughs> Swoops was like an 18-wheeler and that he's big. And so even when there was no no hole there for him to run through, he could run over you. That's not Hurd. Hurd's fast. If you give him a hole, he might take it to the end zone. But he's not running over you on third and one when they know you're going to run the ball so I liked as the game went on they tried to throw the the ball more with him he's not a great passer he's not going to be our quarterback but I think I think it's important to keep that in the game my one worry and this happened two years ago with Gerard Hurd and Tyrone Swoops when they were going back and forth it just throws off your chemistry with everybody else around on the team I think last year how they had it where one guy's definitely a quarterback and one guy's more of a runner I think that kind of helps it Personally, I really liked when we brought in Chris War, uh, Chris Warren to run the Wildcat. I thought he did a really good job, to, especially in short, down, short yardage situations. I thought he did a really good job picking up those short yardage from the Wildcat. So I'd almost rather see him, even though it's more predictable what he's going to do, he's harder to stop. However, if you do have Gerard Hurd running the Wildcat, you need to have him throw it. I don't care if he throws it 10 yards over the guy's head, just to show that he can throw it, to make the defense think. So there's that. Um, I think that's really my only uh, offensive observations. Defense uh, was a lot better. One thing that I really thought after last after Maryland's game was that the problem with defense it was not missed tackles. It was the fact that we couldn't get players to a spot where they could make or miss a tackle. They were just uh, Maryland players would run untouched to the end zone. So it was an align, alignment issue and a problem of getting through blocks. And this defense still has a lot of problems. The The secondary was getting burned multiple times. They had multiple plays where if there was a better throw, they would have scored two, two different times, one with on Deshaun Elliott, one on Chris Boyd. And Chris Boyd got burned all up and down against Maryland last week. So they got to they gotta do something because... These are a bunch of talented players. There's no way that a talented player should be burned against San Jose State. Okay, it's one thing if you're playing against USC and going up against good receivers. No, this is San Jose State. This is a team that's they don't. It's a team that you should be shutting down um, in the secondary, and that was not there uh, for a large part of the game. Uh, one one problem though is so last year San Jose State had the worst offensive line in the nation as far as sacks given up okay and we had one one sack tonight one against the team last year with the worst offensive line in the nation 
So our defensive line has a massive problem. Okay, if you can get one sack against the team with the worst offensive line in the nation last year, and you know who's second worst last year? Maryland. We had one sack, I believe, last week. That's how are how are you going to go against a team like USC who has good O line? A team a, a team like Oklahoma who, if you watch uh, tonight against Ohio State, has maybe the best offensive line in the nation. How are you going to get through there? Because what's going to happen is. Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold or whoever, whoever the quarterback is, is going to have years to sit back in the pocket and throw. And as a DB, you cannot keep up with the receiver for that long. So that is one change that Herman is going to have to fix. I think he needs to bring more blitzes. He needs to be more creative. Uh, Malik Jefferson waiting two seconds and running up the middle is something we've seen for the last two years and just doesn't work because he's running into alignment. He needs Todd Orlando needs to find a way to get creative with his play calling on defense. And we, the D-line needs to find a way to penetrate better because they are just awful at it, awful against some of the worst offensive lines in the nation. However, however, I thought that overall, even though there wasn't exactly one thing good about the defense, it's still a shutout. So even though we're playing a, a, a fairly you know crappy team, um, San Jose State put up 22 on, Flor- on South Florida who is a top 25 ranked team. So they're not a good offense, but they're not a terrible offense. So shutting them out is still impressive nonetheless. So what I really was impressed with, I thought Herman did a really good job of getting the players aligned better. He said last week that the players were nervous and were hesitant. And when you're hesitant on defense, it's defense is such a split-second decision. If you hesitate just briefly, the guys passed you already. It has to be something where you're instinctively flying and just throwing your body at that guy. And I thought we did a much better job of that. I thought there was no outside contain last week against Maryland. If they ran the ball outside, it was a touchdown, basically. This week, a lot better job. The defensive ends forcing the run inside. So they really, San Jose State couldn't get much going on the ground. They um, Total, they had 42 rushing yards. They averaged 1.8 yards per carry. On, on 23 attempts. So that was much improved. Um, and in, in the air, they only had 129 yards. But they also, they had a, a true freshman uh, starting quarterback who had missed a lot of wide open guys. So all in all, I think my recap is this team is improving. This is not a team that, as of the team that took the field this Saturday could not beat USC. But, what I hope is that Herman, because I do believe he's a really good coach, I think he's one, I think he will eventually be one of the best coaches. So what I what I hope, what I hope he can do is to continue the. I really like the improvement we saw, and that really impresses me is that he could take this team and get them to buy in after an embarrassing loss at home, get them to buy in and come out and really have energy because I think it's hard after you lose to a team who you should have beaten to come out against another team who's even worse. You know, I feel like there's less drive because a win doesn't prove as much. But I thought Herman did a good job getting his team ready, made a lot of good adjustments. Um, but I really hope Bouchel is back next week because I think with Bouchel, this we might have been able to put 70 points up. Um, there were a lot of drives that I thought Ellinger didn't do a great job of. So um, I haven't looked, I haven't watched too much uh, USC tape, um, but I was watching a little bit of the USC Stanford game. And from what I can tell, 
I don't think USC is that good of a defense, but their offense is is really good. They have a good running back, a great quarterback in Sam Darnold. So I don't think this defense is good enough to where I'm willing to think that they can keep us in this game. I think the offense needs to keep us in this game. Shane needs to have a really good game. Warren needs to have a really good game. But I think that this is a team where I think I think we can do really well offensively because I think I don't think defense is USC's strength. It's their offense. So if we can get into um, you know just a running up the scoreboard fight, you know first to fifty wins. I don't I don't think it'll be fifty. I think there'll be a little bit of defense. I think our defense will step up. I think their defense will step up. But I I think my prediction is the first to forty wins against USC. So. I, I don't think we can beat them. As of now, the team that took the field can't beat them, but I would love to see some adjustments to see this team growing. So I'd early predict, earlier predicted that this team is going to go 9-3. and three. The team right now, I see going 7-5. and five. But I think if they keep on this, this chart, this curve, um, and keep growing exponentially every week, then I think this could be at an 8-4. and four. I don't want to say 9-3 and three yet, but... If, if they keep growing exponentially, I think this could be a 9-3 and three team. Anyways, that's going to do it for this week on the Thomas Fitch Sports Show, Texas Football Recap, hosted by Thomas Fitch. Um, I will see you all next week, or talk to you all next week after the USC game. Have a good week, and hook em horns.